0: Well, we want to thank you for joining us for courageous conversations. Um, women investing in leadership development is excited as we launch courageous conversations on mental and emotional wellness for black women and girls. We're very excited about this, and we're excited to share with you some incredible women who will be sharing with us over the next couple of podcasts. My name okay. is lady Kim alexander and uh My co-partner or my partner in crime is the incredible Shauna Watley.
1: Well, thank you, Dr. Kim. It's so nice to have this conversation today. We actually have a friend of ours, someone who we know personally, as well as someone who's been very supportive of WILD. And we can't um, thank her enough for investing in us and believing in our mission and our goals. And so it is um, just a pleasure to have Miss Molly Ryan with us. Molly is the Head of Government Affairs and Advocacy for Otsuka America Pharmaceutical Inc. based in Rockville, Maryland. She is in government relations and is responsible for leading and directing federal policy strategy that increase emphasis with increased emphasis around disease awareness, treatment options, and access to therapies. She is an advocate of grooming the next generation of women leaders, she sits on the board of Women in International Trade Trust, whose mission is to develop trade education modules for girls in high schools. Girls, um, excuse me, for girls in high school and support graduate and undergraduate women studying international trade. Molly is married to Thomas, and they have two young children. As a first-generation American, Molly loves to entertain and cook kenyan food for her guests i can't wait to have some molly as soon as this pandemic is over she also enjoys time and, and historical museums so we just welcome you and we can't thank you enough for joining us
2: thank you so much
1: well thank you dr kim it's so nice to have this conversation today we actually have a friend of ours someone who we know personally as well as someone who's been very supportive of WILD. And we can't um, thank her enough for investing in us and believing in our mission and our goals. And so it is um, just a pleasure to have Miss Molly Ryan with us. Molly is the head of government affairs and advocacy for Otsuka America Pharmaceutical Inc. based in Rockville, Maryland. She is in government relations and is responsible for leading and directing federal policy strategy that increase emphasis with increased emphasis around disease awareness, treatment options, and access to therapies. She is an advocate of grooming the next generation of women leaders. She sits on the board of Women in International Trade Trust, whose mission is to develop trade education modules for girls in high school, girls, um, excuse me, for girls in high school, and support graduate and undergraduate women studying international trade. Molly is married to Thomas, and they have two young children. As a first-generation American, Molly loves to entertain and cook Kenyan food for her guests. I can't wait to have some Molly as soon as this pandemic is over. (laughs) She also enjoys time and, and historical museums. So we just welcome you, and we can't thank you enough for joining us.
2: Thank you so much, Kim and Shauna, for such an incredible uh, opportunity to come and speak to Uh, you and the community at large. It is such a pleasure to be with you today and just what what an incredible opportunity to talk about a topic that is is pressing, I think all across our great country and an opportunity to continue to share insights and, and continue the conversation because it is a courageous conversation. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely, so for our first question, Molly, Um, As you know, you and I both work in government affairs and advocacy, a field that um, tends to be predominantly white and male. And so throughout your career, how have you found opportunities to connect and work with other Black women? And why is that important to you?
2: I think for me, uh, I would like a a fabulous question, right? Uh, We recognize the fact that this is a predominantly uh, white male, especially in government affairs uh, arena, and the opportunity to connect with people that look like you or think like you or are invested in the community like you are, I think it's always an opportunity that I rise up to. I think one of the areas I, I want to say that, you know, when I first came into the industry, I was, I, I, I was seeking people that, that look like us, Shana, right? Uh, wanted to connect with them to see how can we make a difference in the communities we serve? What? How else do we need to be pushing ourselves uh, to make change, to make change and to create that change? And if not, just connect, just to connect and network and, and have that sister to sister, you know, relationship in which we can we can continue to drive change and make a difference. So for me, it was the opportunity to not only sit in the, uh, you know, in the uncomfort zone of knowing that sometimes you may be the only person in the room, but also speaking others out to say, how can we connect together so that we can continue to drive change in our communities?
1: That's awesome, and thank you. And, and clearly, I mean, you're just doing amazing things in our industry as, as well as not only making um, a way for African-American women, but also African-American men, the organization that you founded um, to help model and train folks to be like you, heads of, heads of office in Washington, it's just incredible. So I commend you for your work and I thank you for your leadership in that space.
2: Absolutely. I think it's all, it's up to all of us, right? Kim and Shauna. It's up to the all of us in the community to say, we can't be the only ones. The legacy cannot rest only on our own laurels. It's for all of us to take this body of work and to continue to drive it forward. And if we are the only ones at the end of the day that benefit from you know, the opportunities that we have, then we haven't really done the work. The hard work is making sure that you're creating a space for the next generation to come in and continue to grow that bench because if you're the Washington head of office and it's a group of 20 people, by the time you leave, there needs to be 30 people that are next in line, that are entering those spots, that are taking those jobs and continuing to grow that bench of amazing professionals. So it can't rest on, all, on just us. It has to rest on all of us. We have to do the heavy work.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I think about the fact that we stand on the shoulders of so many people who've gone before, and that we have that responsibility to um, to bring other people along, um, that if we don't, then we're not being good stewards over the legacy of who we are as people of right. color. So I think that's important. And and you continue to do that in every space that you're in. And uh, I know that Otska is funding a grant for Wild Women Investing in Leadership Development. And the purpose of it is to create some safe space for both young adults and uh, adults and young women of color to have conversations that enable women to identify resources um, in the area of mental health. Why are you passionate about this area of mental health? And um, can you just elaborate a little bit on um, your organization's commitment to it?
2: Absolutely. So our company is family-owned. It's a Japanese family-owned company that was founded by Mr. Otsuka's great-grandfather about 100 years ago. I think one of the areas that, that I think the family so was really unserved and underserved was, um, was in mental health, right? Is the conversation that really doesn't happen. People talk about it in whispers, but nobody really is out there saying, you know what, my loved one, my family member, my child is struggling with X or Y or Z, we wanted to create a space where those conversations were being made possible because of our stand in terms of ensuring that the conversation doesn't just happen because it's happening in your doctor's office. It's happening because it's happening within a small community, a large community, the whole country, continuing to push that and continuing for us as an organization to invest in that area. I think one of the other areas that I would say that Otsuka as an organization has committed to is that it can't just be Otska, right? Like we said, we can't be the only ones that are driving the conversation. The conversation needs to be the community that is coming together to really say, it's okay to talk about anxiety, it's okay to talk about depression, it's okay to talk about serious mental illness, because why is that so different from a heart attack? Why should that have such a stigma to it than heart attack or kidney disease. It shouldn't have that stigma. It shouldn't carry that stigma. And for us, all of us, it's our job to continue to talk about these issues. And unfortunately, unfortunately for our community as black people, black women, we take on, we're like, okay, you know what? I, you know, It's gonna pass. This is going to pass. This is just here and now. It's gonna get better tomorrow. No, bring in your sisters to talk about it. Bring in your loved ones to talk about it bring in your community to talk about it because only then do we become stronger and stronger together. And our organization is 100% committed to ensuring that those conversations continue to happen in communities.
0: Yeah, community is so important. I think one of the... the um tricks of the enemy is to make us think we're the only one dealing with something. Uh, And if we feel like we're the only one, we're not likely to share it. But we find when we share in community that we are not the only one. We are dealing with a pandemic. We're dealing with racial injustice. We're dealing with trying to homeschool kids in the midst of a pandemic and work and deal with marriage and relationships and work. It's just so much. So I think this timing for this, com- these conversations is, is just key. Um, and being able to um, join together to talk about it in smaller groups where we're able to really make a difference. So I wanna just say thank you for that.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. We're happy to partner we're happy to coordinate and continue to have this conversation because it's not a conversation for just the here and now, right? These are conversations that need to continue to happen post a pandemic, post this really difficult time that we're in, in social justice, the social justice movement. We've been carrying this, you know, this burden for a very, very long time. We've carried this cross for a very long time. And we need to continue to have this conversation so that it's not just happening in a microcosm, it's continuing to happen, I think, as, years and years and years go by that people feel very comfortable to say i have anxiety and it's okay i have depression and it is okay
1: you're so right about that molly you know um when i was in my 20s i struggled with i went through a bout of depression relationship didn't go the way i wanted it to go and thank god that it didn't but you don't know that when you're 20 you know 24 (laughs) so you know when i think about um now we're talking about mental wellness it's kind of like the hot topic you know you hear all these oh we're having these panels and um i agree with you it can't be just the hot topic it has to really really resonate in our community because it's it's real the um the 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 struggles that we're going through are really really real i had a conversation i participated in a bible study the other day it's you know just a small group of women and the, the facilitator asked me, oh, Shauna, how are you doing? How's COVID impacting you? And when I started thinking about the year, cause I wanted to answer her question, you know, uh, honestly, I started thinking about the year and it hit me that one of our colleagues who was a mentor of mine, Anita Estelle, had passed away. And I had been working so much, the memory of her, it triggered something in me and the tears just started flowing. It just they just started flowing where I didn't even realize that I hadn't grieved the way that I should have. Mm. And these are some of the things um, here I am where I, you know, I'm very uh, much aware about my mental health. And I'm not doing what I need to do to take care of my mental health. And so that's why it's so important for organizations like yours and even working with Wild that we continue to have the conversations. And so what are some of the things that you do personally, given all that you have to deal with um, to really make sure that your mental health and your mental wellness is at the forefront of your priorities?
2: You know, I think that's a, that's a really interesting question, Shauna, because I have to tell you, sometimes I am the victim of my own words, right? Like you, I sometimes don't take the time to really assess or uh, look at a different issue that is happening and take that time to absorb that, to think through it, to say, oh, how do I actually feel about that, right? How does that make me feel? Um, I'm, I'm prone to that, just like everybody else is, um, because we, act you need to create a space in which you can either rejuvenate, you can restore yourself, and then you can move forward. I think if you don't continue to find those areas where you say, you know what, I feel like I'm maxed out, I need to take time away, I need to go um, and, 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 Takes just some time away. Walk, walk, take a 20 minute walk and just find that mental space to clear your head, to clear your thoughts, to be, to seek in that intention. You're just not going to be doing yourself any justice. I think one of the other areas, um, that I, I I find as well that I, I love to read. I love to not just heavy text, just light text. Things are like funny and they're silly. And I feel like even those things tend to remove me away from the stresses of every day. Find something that is just, it doesn't have to be something over-created or over-generated. It has to be something that is meaningful to you, maybe going to cook, maybe going to cook your favorite dish is relaxing. Maybe going and taking a 20 minute power walk is relaxing. Maybe listening to your favorite music, putting your headphones on and listening to your favorite jam. Maybe that is relaxing to you. Maybe going to the spa is relaxing. Getting your nails done is relaxing. That to me is the level of self-care that we as women have to do to take that time for just us. Even if it's five minutes, it's 10 minutes. Those, Those are minutes that you probably wouldn't have gotten if you want intentional about taking that time.